Good to be here in the house of the Lord. I hope you all enjoy some of the new decor. Uh, Turn in your Bibles, if you would, to the Gospel of Luke chapter 19. Gospel Luke chapter 19. I want to encourage you to invite ten people. To come, at least ten people, to come to the uh, Thanksgiving service. And... uh, I'll help you with that in this way. If you was going to get married, who would you invite? I mean, if you was going to get married on October 6th, 7th, or 8th, who would you invite? Can you think of ten people you'd invite? I'm sure you can. And uh, and so just invite those people. But I want I want to speak this morning, September tenth, from Luke chapter nineteen. I want to read, beginning at verse one. We'll take our subject from verse ten. I want to speak on the subject of lost. L O S T lost. We use that word a lot in our preaching, and it's it's from the Bible. What does it mean? Who is it referring to? And so I want to read here Luke 19. We sang a Sunday school song here this morning on this passage of Scripture. Verse 1. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, For he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be guest with a man that that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house, for so much as he, is also, as he also is a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Now our text, Zacchaeus, 
and I'm not going to really get into all of this, but I want to say this, as you read there, Zacchaeus was not saved because he gave half of his goods to the poor and he restored fourfold to any man uh, that he had taken anything from by false accusation. That's not what saved him. Those things were fruit or fruits of his salvation, of his repentance. That was the result of his salvation. See, for years, he was a chief of the publicans. He was, a, he was one of the tax collectors. He was one of the higher-ups at the IRS. And he had been uh, 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 stealing from people. He had been, he'd been one of those who had been, oh, this guy here, we're going we're gonna to really stick it to him. We're going to letter the law or we're going you know, to really uh, take from him. And they had been just robbing these people blind. And just taken and taken from them. And he was rich. He gotten rich off of it. And now that God had saved him, now that salvation had come to his house, and he wasn't saved because he was a son of Abraham either. But... He had repented of his sins and he had received Christ Jesus by faith. He believed that Jesus was the Christ, the Messiah. That's what saved him. And so he had received him. There's no mention of baptism or Lord's Supper or anything, is there? And so he had received the Lord Jesus as Savior and he'd done it joyfully. Probably the first time ever he'd actually had joy in his life. True joy. And now here he is, he's, he's got, he has the Lord and he says, now he gives evidence that he's saved with these things. And Christ, in response to those who murmured in verse 7, He says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Remember, because they had said in verse 7 that He was gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. They thought this was some odd, strange, ridiculous, horrible thing. Well, why is Christ come? Why is He going into this publican's house? Because the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which is lost. And praise God that that's why He came. The word lost here applies to persons and it tells us the state of individuals in their relationship to God. It is evident that Jesus came to save them that are lost. Outside of true Christianity, all other religious belief systems have a salvation by works. All of them. Do this, you'll be saved. Do this, you'll be saved. Do these things, you'll be saved. But that which is lost here cannot be saved apart from the Lord Jesus. 
I want to ask you, have you ever been lost before? Being lost is a fearful thing. I remember when we was young, we was at a grocery store. I can't remember if it was A and P. Some of you know what an A and P is. But it's, it's just an old grocery store. And I was with mom and we went around to another aisle. And Jesse, he stayed. He was looking at something. And he looked up and mom was gone. And you're all alone. And there's nothing there. There's nothing but strangers. Now, look over in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Now, I'm going to show you why for a number of years, myself, and maybe some of you here, why you're not, you don't have a sense, or you don't always have a sense of being lost. I didn't always have a sense of being lost. And when I did have it, it'd come and go. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it says, verse 3, but if our gospel, if our good news, the good news of Christ Jesus coming into the world, going to Calvary's cross, dying on the tree of the cross for our sins, being buried three days later according to the Scriptures, rising from the dead, conquering sin and death in the grave, overcoming all of them to the praise and the glory of His grace. That's our good news. If it... If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are are what? Lost. And whom, who's that referring to? The lost. The God of this world. Who's the God of this world? The devil. Satan. Hath blinded the minds of them which, what? Believe not. lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them. See, that's what's happening. That tells us exactly what's going on. Here's, this was me, and the gospel would be preached. I'd be confronted by the word of God. This is the mirror. I'd be confronted in it. I'd be looking at it. I'd be looking at myself as being lost. As soon as I get away from it, and and the 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 uh, Satan he would come and he would blind my mind to it. All the fears. My brother looking up and he was terrified. Where's where's his mother? Where's his brother? There's nothing but strangers here. I'm lost.
How about some folks, you know, uh, 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 they, uh, I know folks with uh, uh, Alzheimer's, I've looked at some things, as Brother Crowder mentioned, he's had it, they, they don't know where they're at and they become very fearful. Where am I? Who are these people? And so you have all of these things and so what is it to be lost? Look over in the Gospel of Luke. Um, chapter 15. The Gospel of Luke chapter 15. The Bible tells us that the lost are all those who have sinned. The word lost in scriptures, it, it is those who are wicked, those who are desperately wicked. The Bible refers to them as, as that. But it's a reference unto all that have sinned. Well, who sinned? All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And here's this individual. Notice him. Uh, the Bible tells us, Verse uh, uh, fourteen. Here he is, the prodigal son. It says, "And when he had spent all there, and when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen in that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain, <coughs> excuse me, would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. No man gave unto him. And notice." And when he came to himself, when he realized the spiritual condition that he was in, and when you realize what your spiritual condition is as a lost person, and you see your need of Christ Jesus, And you realize that the very one who holds you in his hand, that you've sinned against him, and you're condemned already, and his wrath abides on you, and he holds the very sentence against you in his hand, and he has justly condemned you, and as the Bible says, that he's also the one who is able to save you, and the only thing that you can do is cry out, God be merciful to me a sinner, and plead for mercy and, and, and that He would pardon you. That's it. And what did this servant, or what did this prodigal son do? Verse 18, I will arise and go to my father. And will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. Let's, let's notice here, if you would, 
Turn over to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 8. In addition to God sending the Son of Man to seek and to save that which was lost. In addition to God sending Christ Jesus, His only begotten Son, to die on the tree of the cross and to raise Him from the dead that the lost might be saved. Do you know what else He's done? He established His church. He gave her a great commission. He's called men into the ministry. He's ordained ministers. He sent them forth through His church. He gave her the Holy Spirit of God to carry out this great work. And He sent them forth into the world. He's built churches, called more men, hazarded their lives so that the lost might be saved. Mark chapter 8, if you notice here, verse 36. It says, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? See, therein lies the question. And what do people value the soul? We may seemingly lose many things. But at what do we value a soul? Some of y'all got children, grandchildren. What do you value their souls at? Remember Jesus said, Fear not that which can kill or destroy the body, but fear that which can destroy the body and soul in hell. What do you value the soul at? First thing I'd like us to note this morning is that to be lost means, first of all, to be without any benefits that come through salvation. To be without any benefits that come through salvation. You have zero benefits that come through salvation. Brother Crowder has labored ten sermons about our heavenly bank account. All those things that he has mentioned... I'll not rehash them, but you don't have any of those. And we can pile on top of that. There are many folks who are going after a lot of things in the world, but they're missing out on the benefits that come through salvation. They have no mediator. They have no intercessor. They have no comforter. 
Isn't that an amazing thing? And, and think about it. When we were lost, did we think we needed a mediator or an intercessor or a comforter? But having been saved, oh, what joy it is to have those things. Salvation includes the deliverance from the power of darkness. Being lost means to be at enmity with God. Being lost means you are separated from God. I want you to turn over, if you would, in the book of Revelation, chapter 21. Revelation, chapter 21. I know a lot of people, and I'm not the greatest example of Christ, and I'm not the greatest example of His disciple, and I don't make a good example. I know the Bible says we're supposed to be an example, and we're not very good at that. And... You'll have to forgive me of such. And, you know, a lot of people, they'll say, well, I don't go to church because so-and-so is a Christian and they're, they're, you know, they're just a terrible example. And, and well, first of all, um, we don't come to church. Uh, our primary reason we come is to worship the Lord. And Jesus has never done anything wrong to you. Uh, you can say he has, but he hasn't. That is not true. And you might consider that such and such a person may not actually be saved. They may not be saved. They may need to be born again. But I want you to note here that oftentimes some think that the lost only deals with drunkards, adulterers, or murderers. Oh, these are the ones that are separated from God. Well, let's look at Revelation 21 and verse 8. It says, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Well, that's got people who are fearful and unbelievers and liars in there too. Well, let's look at 2 Corinthians. Chapter 6. No, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And verse 9. Here's some folks who were lost and God, He found them. 
And he found them in this condition, but they didn't remain in that condition. And you know, God finds people in a lost condition, but they don't stay that way, do they? I'm jumping all over my next point. But 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9, it says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. Now notice, And such were, past tense, some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. You see, they were lost when He found them. And that's my next point. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. He finds them lost, but He doesn't leave them lost, does He? When Christ Jesus finds them lost, He doesn't leave them there. He found Zacchaeus in a lost condition, and the Bible tells us he was a sinner, he was a publican, he was an extortioner, but after Christ found him, he restored fourfold all that he had taken. He had joy. These here in Corinth, he found them in that condition, and what did he do? Such were some of you, but now you're, what are they? They're washed. You pronounce that W A R S H E D, washed. You know, are you washed in the blood? But ye are sanctified, ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Oh, He found them. How about you today? You find you lost? Are you here this morning and lost in a sinful state, having no hope and without God in the world? Do you need the Lord Jesus? I mean, that's your condition. You stand around and you look. There's no hope. Jesse turned and, and he was in the aisle and mom and I, we was gone and, and he turned and there was no hope. You know, an employee came and they paged mom over the loudspeaker. Mom came and got him. That kind of sounds like a God sending a minister, doesn't it? Preach the gospel. The Lord came and heard the cry. 
If you're here and you're not saved, I hope the Lord reveals to you your condition. The only thing that's going to save you is the Lord Jesus. I don't know if you're an extortioner. I don't know if you're like Zacchaeus. I don't know if you're like the, the Pharisees that murmured and complained about the Lord. I don't know if you're here and you're already saved. But I hope you leave today and you know whether or not you're saved or you're lost. Amen. And I hope you go out today if you are saved with joy thanking God that you are. And if you are lost that you know that you're lost and you know that you need Jesus and that you cry are crying out unto him and you keep crying out unto him until you're saved. He is the only person, the only thing that will save you. Amen. This church, ordinances, nothing is going to save you Amen. except Christ and Him crucified, buried and risen again the third day according to the Scriptures. And you need Him. This word applies to you. You search the scriptures and you'll find that the word lost applies to you until you've repented and believed on the Lord Jesus. And I hope that you'll You'll see that. I hope the Lord reveals it to you. I hope it won't be hid to you. And I pray that the Lord will bring you unto the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. While we stand, if the song leader will come, we'll sing a verse or two if the Lord's laid anything on your heart. We invite you to come at this time. Turn to page.